0: Hello and welcome to the Entertainment Earth Podcast. It is July 27th, 2018. I'm your host, Adam Paulus. Comic-Con is over, finished, and uh, I'm home for a little while, which is a nice change of pace, because I've been sent a lot of places. And from the look of my calendar, I'll be sent a lot more in the fall, but I can't talk about the specifics as to those things, other than to say it's good for business, and we're going to see exciting things that we can talk about here next year. So, Uh, Let's go with last week's movies. The top five were Equalizer 2 was number one with $36.1 million. Mamma Mia! Here We Go Again was number two with $35.1 million. Hotel Transylvania 3 was number three with $23.9 million. Number four was Ant-Man and the Wasp number four. $16.6 million, and number five was Incredibles 2, because there's more numbers, $12 million. I've seen two of those. New this week, Mission Impossible Fallout, Teen Titans Go, to the movies, Hot Summer Nights, and others in limited release. In the news, and there was a lot of news, Jermaine Clement and Brent McKenzie teased a new series of Flight of the Concords, or maybe a new special, or something. It was a good show. I liked it. I'd like to see more. Then again, their other projects have been perfectly awesome, too. Uh, Denny Vienview's Dune movie is due in the near future, but it's going to be the first half of the first book, which is why he has a two-picture deal, so he can do the entire first book. The Clone Wars will be back soon on Disney's streaming service. 12 episodes, There's be ones that they recorded the audio and didn't finish the animation yet, will be shown eventually. Hasbro mentioned that they want to do more toys for it during their panel, but uh, they've shown nothing for it. I've seen nothing for it, and I had no idea the Clone Wars was even going to be finished until the panel actually took place. So, for all I know, it's going to be a, a fun scramble, and if we're really lucky, maybe Hasbro will reissue some of those harder-to-get-Clone Wars figures from the last run, and I don't know if you've looked on eBay or Amazon lately, but some of those guys are expensive. Thankfully, I already got mine. Learned my lesson after what happened with Licks. Don't wait on these things. Uh, The band Gorillatos has a new LP called Twisted Crystal coming in September. I know a lot of you don't care, but I do. And the vinyl has one track that the other releases do not, so I am getting that. Elizabeth Banks has cast Kristen Stewart, Naomi Scott, and Ella Selinska in the reboot of Charlie's Angels. It's a movie. Disney and Fox voted to approve the 71.3 billion dollar merger today. This probably means X-Men movies in 2020, the return of the Fox fanfare to the original five Star Wars sequels, which lost it in its home video releases, and probably also significantly less choice on television and at the box office. On, on sale, sale. On on every day we have a daily deal! What's the daily deal today? I don't know, but you can go check it out at entertainmentearth.com right now on our deals and sales page. We have sales all the time. We have deals all the time. And I so there's gonna be something cool marked down right now. So go to our site and check it out. We've had items that have been like 80, 90% off. We've had items that have been 20% off. We've had buy one, get one sales. We've had a lot of great stuff. So yes, check that out. I know it's generic, but check it out. In toy news. Toys R Us is moving to sell 284 of its properties. Hasbro's earnings look sharp. Mattel's do not. They will be cutting 2,200 jobs. Direct from Comic-Con, the next Transformers Generations line is War for Cybertron, and the first chapter is Siege. Autobots Chromia, Ultra Magnus, Hound, Sideswipe, Optimus Prime, and more were shown at the convention, and they will do bottle with in battle with, as of yet, unknown Decepticons alongside Micromasters and new Battlemasters, which are little weapons that turn into little robots with little blast effects. They're pretty cool. They all have battle damage paint, and there may or may not be blacklight stuff on the packaging. Who knows? Uh, Cog from Metroplex will also be a deluxe in the assortments and made of weapons, so we can be like a backpack on Ironhide or guns for Hound or whatever. And they look really cool. Uh, there, what else do I want to tell you about that? I think that was pretty much it for that line. Cyberverse will include things like Optimus Prime with a trailer, Acid Storm, and Slipstream. Pre-orders are up now. Star Wars will add Rebels to the Black Series line. Ezra and Chopper will be in the 6-inch line. More solo people are on deck like Val, Rio, and L337 in both sizes. Vintage Collection will expand to include more issues like Darth Revan, A new Stormtrooper mashed up of the Mimbin body and the uh, Five Points of Articulation helmet. Han and Lando from Solo are coming. A Rogue One Death Star gunner is coming. And we're going to get some reissues like the Scarif Stormtrooper and Elite Praetorian Guard on vintage packaging. So if you missed those at Walmart or on EntertainmentEarth.com, because we've offered a lot of these for sale and have some of them right now, you can get those. Enfys Nest is also coming. You might have the normal version with the bike already, though. New Marvel Legends include Skullbuster, Magic, Luke Cage, and Claire Temple. SPDR, the Spider-Robot. Or Spider. I don't know how it's pronounced. But it's in the new Spider-Verse movie, along with Spider-Gwen, Miles Morales, comic book Wasp and Ant-Man, Professor X in his hover chair, a new Black Cat, a new Kingpin, a new Gambit, Blink, and tons of others, many of which we have for pre-order right now, and we're going to tell you what those are. Also uh, relayed from our friend Kerry, the Mattel Jurassic Park panel showed a six-inch line of collector figures, including uh, Chris Pratt and Jeff Goldblum as six-inch figures, as well as a Velociraptor Blue. They also confirmed there would be a, a giant, ginormous, titanic, titanosaurian, brachiosaur in the works. They showed a picture for scale, and it's supposed to be as big as or bigger than the current colossal Tyrannosaurus Rex, which I've got and is indeed big. I mean, it's huge. I'm looking at it right now. So new pre-orders are up for a lot of new items. Hasbro let us uh, show you the wonderment of the Transformers Studio Series number 20, Bumblebee. This is the Volume 2 Retropop Highway set. It is a shared exclusive. It's like the one at Comic-Con, but this one has the Volkswagen version of Bumblebee, as well as two cassettes in different colors. So if you missed the San Diego one... I urge you to look at this one. I think you might even like it more. I certainly am very, very excited because I like the VW Bug a lot because that was Bumblebee when I was a kid. Star Wars Force Link 2.0 Last Jedi five-figure pack is available. This is the only place you can get holographic Maz Kanata. Uh, This was originally designed to go to a different store as an exclusive. It may not surprise you to hear that did not happen, which is why we're selling it. Uh, What else do we got? Oh, um, the Marvel Legends series 6-inch Archangel action figure you can get right now with alternate heads. It's pretty cool. It's been very popular, and I don't know if I can get one. Uh, The Marvel Legends AIM Scientist and Shock Trooper action figure 2-pack has uh, over 20 different configurations between the two figures, so if you're an army builder and you like AIM, you want to get a bunch of these. We also have the Marvel Legends Cinematic Universe 10th Anniversary Ultron 6-inch action figure that is basically a slightly different, if not pretty much the same, version of the Ultron from Age of Ultron, but you don't have to put it together. It's all in one box, which I appreciate. One of the other staggeringly coolest things I saw at Comic-Con. I was walking around the back wall. I got to see Lenny at Ruby's, and I'm like, Hey, Lenny, what's going... Oh, what the hell is that? And There's a life-size... Halloween decoration on Solo and Carbonite. It's not dirt cheap, but it's pretty cheap. Uh, It is a foam model, but it has light up stuff underneath, so it looks kind of like it does in the Empire Strikes Back, and looking at it at first glance, it looks just as good as a prop replica. The back's a little hollow, so clearly it's not a giant foam, sorry, a giant resin block. It is a giant foam block, and it's a little bit lighter than some of the prop replicas in the past, but you can stand it up, and it lights up, and it looks awesome. So if you need a life-size, three-dimensional Han Solo and Carbonite, I urge you to go to entertainmentearth.com right now. Look up Carbonite. I don't think a picture is up yet, but we're working on it. It's great. It is cool. I want one. Uh, and I don't know if there's anyone else making remotely affordable Han Solo and Carbonites right now. not saying that at its price point that it's affordable for everybody. I'd probably have to skip a couple of mortgage payments. Maybe not eat, but, you know, you can lose a few pounds. Maybe it'd be worth it. Funko also announced the Glow Debbie and Ruth 3.25-inch action figure 2 pack, which, of course, I have to buy because I love that show, and Season 2 was great. Don't miss out on the Transformers Cyberverse pre-orders. Did I say Cybertron again earlier? I keep doing that. But it's Cyberverse. This is the new incarnation of the robots in disguise. I believe it is following up uh, Prime and R.I.D. If it is in a new continuity, I have been misled. But you get to see a lot of stuff on Cybertron, flashbacks to the past, During the Comic-Con panel, we got to see Bumblebee cheering on Megatron as it looked like he was starting his campaign and no one really knew what his deal was yet. So that's exciting. I couldn't tell who his voice is. I hope it's Jason Momoa or whoever it was who did the uh, Prime Wars trilogy machinima stuff because that guy did a good job. And that's it. There's probably more, but I'm tired. I hope you ordered all of your favorite exclusives. We (laughs) were very surprised to see how excited everybody was. We knew it was exciting, but you know, we get surprised sometimes. The uh, Tiki cereal mugs, Boo Berry, Frankenberry, and Count Chocula. Very popular. I hope you ordered yours. If you haven't and you weren't aware of them, we debuted these items at Comic-Con. They're very cool if you like classic cereal stuff and monster cereal stuff. So check those out at entertainmentearth.com. Among the many items we have for sale, thousands of items, including a bunch of new Game Boy stuff, Nintendo stuff, you name it, We've been busy. And don't forget to come back August 1st. That's next week because, as you know, every year, twice a year, Hasbro and most major toy manufacturers reset the toy aisle. And this year, it appears that date is August 1st. So I can't tell you everything that's going to be on there because some of it's still moving. Cyberverse, for example, went out a little early. But there's going to be a lot of new stuff. So for kids, for adults, for collectors, maybe for your pets not for your pets, but everybody else. If you're of a human persuasion, there might be something of interest for you on Entertainment Earth on August 1st. I encourage you to look. I'll be there. You be there, too. We'll have a good time. Follow us on Twitter at Ent Earth. Check out our blog at uh, Entertainment Earth. And we've got a lot of other stuff going on for you. I'll be back next week on the Entertainment Earth podcast. Eh, I lied. Let's do a little bit more on San Diego. So, anyway, San Diego Comic-Con was a lot of fun. Preview night was busy. I actually got to see some more of the convention this year. I was really happy to see, like, the Dispersed uh, booth that had these really cool pins. I got a Dr. Domeno pin. General Giant also had a lot of pins. Some of my favorite things at the convention were their Star Wars action figure pins, which I'm hoping we're going to be able to sell as soon as they offer them to us. I've got uh, Princess Leia and Han Solo that I wore on my lanyard. Um, I had a Dr. Demento and a Mr. DNA from Jurassic Park that I was wearing around too. Oh, and Dark Horse gave me a really cool pen. They had a free bucket, so they didn't give it to me so much as gave it to everybody, but that's how that works. I had a really cool 12-inch Boba Fett. There was a Saru Discovery bust. Um, it was really neat to see the amount of fans inversely proportional to the amount of cosplay I'm used to. Like the 501st didn't seem to be out in force as much. Didn't see a lot of Star Trek cosplay. Not a lot of superhero either. There was stuff around. I saw a really cool Sheila the She-Wolf from Glow. And uh, occasionally you'll see somebody from a video game, but the number of big bulky costumes that people were wearing around every day seemed to be diminished greatly. I don't know what's going on there. I think maybe people just realize what a pain in the neck it is. But it was interesting nevertheless. Hasbro's booth was filled with great new stuff. Mattel's booth was set up with this amazing Jurassic Park. Uh, or rather Jurassic World display with, like, electrified fence and fake plants and a giant wall with a mirror in, like, almost every one of the dinosaurs they've released so far. It was gorgeous. Uh, there was a huge Andre the Giant statue in the middle of their booth. It was spectacular. And uh, was just generally really nifty. It didn't seem like there was a lot of stuff celebrating the past as much as there used to be, which, honestly, is one of the reasons I've always wanted to go to Comic-Con. I mean, I'm a crusty old fart, but my uh, nerdery, even when I was a little kid, was always more about stuff that's already out there. I was never super pumped about the next big thing. I wanted to hear that something was out and it was good before I really wanted to go see it. And uh, on the whole, I was more interested in stuff you could rent at the home video store than I was about stuff at the multiplex. Star Wars. More Star Wars. You get the idea. Uh, Nintendo had Super Smash Brothers on display, I saw the new Mega Man game on there too, and oh, I wanted to play it, but there was a line. Um, Funko Fun Days was bananas. They announced a bunch of new licenses. They showed off Pez. They're doing more of their uh, spastic plastic figures, which I'm really excited about. I've been looking into Wacky Wobblers on eBay, which is funny because I used to. We've been working with Funko since 2005, and they've always had really great stuff but I guess I either didn't know or just plum forgot how many amazing bobbleheads they've made over the years, some of which are from licenses, some of which aren't. The Empire flooring guy was made. There was a Colonel Sanders that I need to buy, and there's a bunch of characters that aren't necessarily based on anything in particular that are just beautiful. And I don't have them, and that's wrong. Uh, I know a lot of people only know Funko for Pop Vinyl, but their old Spastic Plastic figures were always really nice. And the Wacky Wobbler line... Near the end, it was just licenses, but it it was pretty spectacular overall, and there was a lot of really great stuff in it, and I need more adjectives to describe how cool that whole fun day's deal was. At Entertainment Earth, we had a lot of exciting giveaways. On Saturday, I sadly missed it, but there was a Hasbro poster giveaway with the Marvel Cinematic Universe 10th anniversary art. We handed out... uh, gosh, what else did we hand out this year? I can't even remember. We had signings from Twin Peaks people and beyond... We had a lot of lines. We had a giant Pinmates uh, Infinity War display thing. So kids could come up and play with this playset. You can't buy it. It was just a playset that we made for fans and kids to come up and play with the trade shows with a conveyor belt and these things that can spit out figures and little spinny things. It was really cool. We had a video from Lin-Manuel Miranda on our monitors. And gosh, what else? There were parties I couldn't make it to because the other party ran too long. It was a little crazy, but crazy's good. I didn't see as many signs for the convention around San Diego when I got there. Usually at the airport when I land, I see something for Conan or some show, and I didn't this year. And walking around town, uh, because I take the bus because I am cheap, I didn't see a lot either. It was just It looked like San Diego. It didn't look like there was anything necessarily going on, despite the fact that the biggest thing in the world was going on right then. But obviously as the show went on, you'd look out your hotel window and you'd see lines of people, signs in some of the hotels, and so on. So that was kind of cool. Hasbro put on a great show. Mattel and Funko put on great shows. I'd like to think we put on a great show. You'll tell me. But uh, it was a neat event with a lot of stuff. And, you know, when you get older, you're just like, ah, everything hurts. Maybe I need better shoes. We'll see. But I will most likely be back in the future. I hope you were there and had a good time. If you weren't, I hope you got to read about coverage. It made you excited uh, about what was going on because, really, it's all about what you find out and what you can share with everybody else because if I know something, it's not a lot of fun. I want to tell you about it because then you can be excited about it and then we have something to talk about. But anyway, I'll see you guys next time, for real this time, on the Entertainment Earth Podcast.